T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's going on Friday? We are here at the Miller Lite Hop Draft Show, the Broken Orm Arena Bar and Grill. What's going on out there? That's Port Barrington, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mark Grody, and I will be here for sure with you until 9 o'clock. And any moment right now, and that, that door in the back of the bar, and this wonderful, spacious, heated tent, we will see... Lance Briggs walking in. He will come up to this table, and Briggs and I will rap about the, the Chicago Bears. And that's what we're doing right now. 312-644-6767 is the number. And I will open the phone lines back up because I asked a question earlier about what are you hoping for for the rest of this season from the Chicago Bears? And I know that when the Bears were at this point in the last couple of years where they were on losing streaks, I think that there was still that hope because of the math and all and the Bears possibilities of getting into the postseason which obviously still exists there are a lot of games left this season but at this point to me the most important thing is is Justin Fields and get and and building on what he did last week where it wasn't a fully spectacular game but he did things last week that we haven't seen him do throughout a lot of the season ironically one of those was to use his athleticism at a 10 so I think that's the most important part and seeing him develop chemistry with everybody as far as those who catch passes not just with Darnell Moody not with just with Jesse James and I know that we're all talking about Allen Robinson but with with all those guys too because that's what the greats do that's what the great quarterbacks that we've seen in the league they use everybody guys that you have heard of and not heard of lesser guys I mean Tom Brady has made a career of it all the great quarterbacks have Aaron Rodgers has guys that you wouldn't necessarily expect to have great seasons and that's what quarterbacks do great quarterbacks do by by dispersing the ball to all parts so to me that's the most important part and we'll hear from Matt Nagy here in just a couple of minutes but I do want to get to some of your calls at 312-644-6767 and we start with Jim in Wheaton Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just had a quick question for you. If uh, Ryan Pace is fired and you're the new general manager, do you look at this team like you need to make a couple moves and you're headed in the right direction? Or do you have to rebuild all kinds of contracts and drop a bunch of players? What's your opinion of his job? And uh, what would you do differently? It's a great question, Jim. And I think that the... 
the defense has because we've always said like you know, let's just start let's just go with the the Matt Nagy era since since 2018. What has kept the Bears alive or in the picture for potential playoffs has been the defense. That if you the Bears have gotten away twice in the Matt Nagy era with having a mediocre offense, but somehow last year in 2018 managing to make it to the postseason. And that's 100% because of the window that your defense has given you. But since 2018, there has certainly been a decline in the defense, and it's really hitting now, you know? I mean, in the last few weeks, some of the uncharacteristic things, the explosive runs by running backs, you know, 83-yard screen plays where, yeah, a lot of guys were blocked on that play, but the idea is is to beat your blocks and come off of them. So, in other words, yeah, I, I think that there, there could be potentially a, a full and real rebuild coming on both sides, not just the offensive side, but also on the defensive side. So, and that, that's, a, that's a change of mind for me. Um, I, I think I've seen enough from the defense that they, they need help that things need to change or the players that you expect things from need to continue to get better. So that, that's a really good question right there. I do want to play because earlier we were having some technical difficulties, and so we didn't all get to hear Matt Nagy, and his, here's the way he reacted to, I think this is the most glowing um, response he has had to an opposing team's player when he was asked about TJ Watt. Oh, he's... Um... He's a game changer. I mean, he is, he's special now. He's all over the place. He's smart. He, he can beat you with different moves, um, speed to power. Uh, he can, you know, bull rush you. He'll, he'll be all over the place, different spots on the D-line. And he goes after the football. He ta- when, he, when he tackles, he tackles the football. When you're in the pocket, you better have ball security because he's going after that football. You look at the Seattle game, right, in overtime. You look at several games throughout the year. But uh, there's a reason why. They took care of him, and uh, he's, you know, again, you, you, you talk to guys like Jesse who have been there, James, have been there, and you, you get to feedback on who some of these guys are and how they work, and he's a hard worker that cares. So we got the full, ugh, from, from Matt Nagy. And, yes, T.J. Watt is very good. So good luck to Larry Borum coming up on Monday Night Football. The Bears, and, hey, Tom Skilling said that the Bears, he essentially said the Bears are going to kick the Steelers' asses. So, I mean, I think that we, we've been taking, we've been trusting his forecast for, for 50 years, it feels like. So I am totally team Tom Skilling, and I am very happy to report that just pulling up in a chair right next to me here at the table, it is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show at the Broken Ore Marina Bar and Grill in Port Barrington. Ladies and gentlemen... Number 55, your seven-time Pro Bowler for the Chicago Bears. He is Lance Damn Briggs. There you go, Briggs. Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? You comfy? I I am comfy. I'm comfy. Um, You know, the food smells great. And uh, we have have a great fan base over here. Yeah, it's been a very rowdy crowd in here. Now, you guys have been great. You've been been pretty content. Does he need to be turned up a little bit? Okay. Let's get... uh, Am I good? Little little test test. Up there t- testing I one think you're two okay. three. You guys okay. hear Lance Briggs all right out there? Can you hear me now? A little all louder. Right. Okay, yeah. Crank it up. <laughs> we'll 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 work through all of that. Well, Mr. Briggs. Yes. You know where I want to start here? Actually, I got to turn my little page here. Oh yeah. Because take your just time. before I got in my car from the city to make the long journey 
yes. out here to the port. The right, port. of course. The port. Of course, Barrington. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's not close. No. <laughs> Are you in the city as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the city. Okay. Um, so a tweet sent out by the Chicago Bears from their Twitter account, and I see a Bears-Steelers game from 2013, and I see 55, Lance Briggs, sprinting up the middle. Yeah. Strip sacking big bad Ben Roethlisberger. That was a fun one. And Julius Peppers scooping yes. and scoring. Talk to us about because that was a Sunday night game, twenty three, a forty to twenty three win for the Bears during the Lance Briggs era. We've had some good luck. We've had some real good luck against the Steelers, and I hope that carries over um, to Monday. But um, it, you know, it was a, it was a good moment, especially you know sacking uh, Ben Roethlisberger. We had uh, we shared the same agent. You know, oh, really? coming, when I was my first agent, uh, Ryan Tolner, we shared the first agent. And interesting story, you know, um, Ben was drafted a year after me. The Super Bowl was in Houston. And I remember going to the after party together and then coming outside and I couldn't find the limo. <laughs> and uh, he left. They, they left me. Oh really? Yeah, they left me. This is a story. Did I they know what they it. were doing? Did they? Was it? Uh, well, you know, it was one of those. Um, this client, I think, is bigger, better potential, <laughs> bigger. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I think it, you know it's a pretty great defensive player, great offensive player. Yeah, I so. thought that's the way I felt. That's yeah, the way I felt. Yeah. You know, but um, you, you know, my my agent at the time had different plans, and we move ended up moving in different directions after that year. Looking at some of the the other details, I, lo- I love going back in like yeah. old box scores yeah. in twenty. And w- I promise you, we will get to the twenty twenty one Bears. But in that game, also, uh, do you remember that DJ Williams had two sacks in that game? Yes, yes, he had two sacks. Uh, it was uh, that was the game where uh, um, Cutler ran over uh, 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 an alumnus, an Arizona alumnus of my, uh, Robert Golden. I remember oh. watching it happen on the sideline and then texting him after the game, like, listen, you can't let run- quarterbacks run you over like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bad moment for any defender. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Cutler drilling you. Um, oh, yeah, here's another one. Major Wright, 38-yard pick six. Six. It was a big defensive game. I think this was this was the third game of the season. Um, it was it was a big game for us uh, defensively. Uh, we went out and, five turnovers. I yeah, think? it was a lot. You know, you talk about taking the ball away and scoring, helping your team win. That is what happened uh, during that game. So it was a, it was a fun game. It was a fun trip. Uh, I got out. I had some uh, some. Uh, I remember eating sandwiches, and all those sandwiches had like. Fries stuffed in it or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. Like, There's a name like that's pierogi or something. Something like that. yeah. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah, we'll yeah. go with it. We'll go with it. Yeah. And, and and so the, like they're putting the sandwich together, and then they take the fries and I think they're gonna put the fries next to the sandwich and then they just stuff it. Oh, that's so nice. And then they're like, here you go. Thank you. you. Like it? It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Can't really go wrong with throwing fries on it. Yeah, you, it's true. Throw well, an egg. What about the egg? You let you put good with the egg on a on a burger? I do. I do like an egg on a burger. Huh? If it's a good burger, if it's a, like nice, good, juicy yeah. burger, you know, I don't want a dry burger. Like, right, if it's right. a dry burger, it's not. You know, <laughs> you got to have the right compliment. Right. And then Antonio Brown in that game, nine catches, 196 damn yards with two touchdowns. And I think at the time that was his biggest game. Maybe still stands as his biggest game. I, you know, I remember because on the other side it was Emmanuel Sanders. 
and we had um, Charles Tillman and um, um, and Timmy on on the other side, and I remember them running these crossing routes. And after the running crossing routes back in the huddle, you know, uh, uh, Tim and 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 Peanut are just gassed. They're like, these guys are the fastest guys in <laughs> the league. <laughs> Be glad you don't have to cover these guys. <laughs> and you're like, we got you. Yeah. We got you. We're, yeah, we're just going right. to force a bunch of turnovers right. tonight, and we're going to be fine. Uh, Lance Briggs, Mark Grody, we're talking Bears and Steelers. Your, your first blush looking at this game, Bears and Steelers, do you feel good about it from the Bears' sake? How do you look at this game? Uh, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm nervous because uh, defensively we – we haven't, we haven't been showing the, the ability to stop the run. Uh, we've, we've been struggling against the run, and, and it's a problem because there are a lot of times where we're, we're in eight-man fronts, you know, and, and in eight-man fronts, you, you, you can't run the ball. The rule should be you, you, shouldn't, you can't run the ball because every gap is accounted for. Um, and the Bears have been getting gashed, and when you're getting gashed against the run, it puts you in a, a a a a very tough position to to win a game, you know, because not only are they going to control the clock, but they're going to continue to move the move the sticks. And if they're moving the sticks, they're going to put them in the red zone or at least to kick field goals all day, you know, at the at the very worst. Yeah. Uh, but it but it leads to a very tiresome defense, and you wear down. And when you wear down, uh, those gashes get even bigger. So the 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 thing that worries me is. The Bears have to be stout, and they have to stop the run. Uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping that what we saw offensively, what we saw, you know, last week, is is just kind of the the, the tip of the iceberg. Where what you saw last week, we're gonna we're gonna do that times two, times three. We're gonna you're gonna see a whole lot more of that, and more more a lot more exciting plays from Justin Fields. And if we get that, it, you know, I think at least we have a fighting chance. Yeah, it was nice to see Justin Fields, like, use his athleticism to the max, right? Right. right. Why limit your athleticism? Yeah. There's we, so many things he can do. And we hadn't really seen that yet. And I don't know if Justin Fields didn't feel that freedom yet, but he sure did. What do you think clicked with him last week? Do you think it's just like a natural progression? You know what? I just saw him. It looked like he, you know, it was it was a much more instinctual game for him. He, the read wasn't there. I'm taking off. You know, I'm rolling out and I'm 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 flushing out like a like a we call it a three level, where you have a, a, a shallow crosser, a, 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 a drag route over the middle, probably ten yards in a deep, you know, kind of a deep corner route. Well, very easy to figure out who you want to pick on those on those plays, and if there's nobody there, I'm going to use my legs, you know. And, and if everybody's covered, I'm going to use my legs to to get this first down. Yeah. That's you know those are those are momentum killers for for defensive guys. You know, we do everything we're supposed to, and then you use your legs, and we have to hustle over to try to get you down, and we get you, you know, you run out of bounds uh, past the first down marker. You know, we're gassed, we're tired, we really wanted to be off the field on third down, and now you extended it. We get more tired, and you rest your own defense. Was the pass to to Jesse James great pass, great catch by yes. by the the former Steelers, fantastic tight end Jesse James. 
Is that one of those plays where you're like, no matter what you've thought about Justin Fields so far, that's like the one that if you were like a little worried about Justin, you're like, that's, was that an elite play? I mean, that's the kind of play where you're, you're, you're making your complaints about Justin. You're like, well, he's not that. That's a great pass right there. <laughs> right. You oh. know, it just changed your eye right then right. and there. Oh, that's a great Oh, I pass. see. I yeah. see. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. that kid, hey, listen, that kid can throw. Yeah, yeah, right? okay. I've been saying this the whole time. That kid can throw. <laughs> I get it now. I totally right. understand. Um, I also want you to weigh in on the. We talked to Allen Robinson this week, and, and it seems like every week we're trying to figure out wh- where is the chemistry between Justin Fields and Allen Robinson? Why is he not getting targeted more? Why mm-hmm. is he not making more plays? Why is Justin Fields not playing or throwing to him more? Yeah. What is your, philo- what is your theory on that? Have you seen anything specifically? No, I, you know, before last week, I I would say just just the, the game plan itself was was faulty. You know, before last week, I thought the whole game plan was faulty. I don't. I think you have a quarterback that's dropping back, and he doesn't have time to to. He has all he has enough time to catch the ball and secure it. You know, the pass rushes are getting to him. They're you know, it's 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 lights out kind of uh, for him. But uh, in I think with them moving in this direction. You might not have seen a lot of him last week, but it's going to start opening up. I think he's a pivotal player. He's one of the best players on, on our offense. And in order for us to be successful, uh, uh, Allen Robinson has to get the ball. He, and so it, I think that's going to open up as we continue to do move progress in the right direction. You know, I don't want to see any regression. I don't want to see us moving back. I don't want to see anything back to that Cleveland game. I don't want to see any of that kind of stuff. I want to – whatever we took last week – I want to do that and, and continue to, to, to evolve. Can he do the same things against this, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense? From what you have seen from the Steelers this year, what can the Bears and Justin Fields do to that defense? Well, the, well, the first thing they have to do, they have to establish what that they do well. They, the Bears run the ball well. Um, they've shown that time and time again. So you have to establish. Once they establish that, there's nothing you can't do. Uh, you know, and I think keeping the score close is important. You know, you, the Bears are not a team that, that plays from behind well, you know, and, and when you play from behind well, that means that that spells a lot of dropbacks. And you and I all, everybody in Chicago knows that dropback is not the answer for us. We can't sit back and drop, drop back 15 times in a row, especially with five-man protection. <laughs> that, that's very true. Well, and, you know, Field's going to do his part. And then all of a sudden, I was talking about this earlier, it's kind of wild that all of a sudden the Bears have two really, or seemingly, two really good running backs, considering yes. where they had come from in 2018 when they had right. Jordan Howard. And they, haven't, they didn't figure anything out until the last six games last year. Now all of a sudden you have a, a predicament where, I don't know if it's a predicament, but yeah. you have a situation where, David Montgomery, assuming he is activated and he does start, which I think he will based on seeing him in practice, you got two good, two good running backs. Does, does that mean less time for David Montgomery because you can give him more time to, to rest, or do you just go full go with David Montgomery still? Listen, I'm not, I'm not Nagy or that coaching staff. You know, they've shown in the past they wanted to be a, 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 a running back by committee. And a running back by committee to me means – David Montgomery tears off, you know, two big runs, but he has to come off now. Uh-huh. You know, I, I believe he's a workhorse, and, and some of these office coordinators hate to say that word anymore. They're like, the, 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 the era of the workhorse is over. Right. 
but I think he's a workhorse. I think one of the reasons why that held him back from even from being considered an elite running back is lack of carries. Yeah. So, you know, for him, getting carries, you know, feed the guy until he taps his head. Feed the guy until he, he's hunched over looks like he's gassed. You know, you know, hey, listen, he's been in there. He, he, had, he just had six runs in a row. All right, go in for one uh-huh. play, and then he's coming right back in. Right. You know, take a breather, you're going back in. I, I, think, I think that's the kind of back that, that he is, you know, and he has a backup. He has two backups, but, but in Herbert, he has a backup that you can plug in, and you're not going to miss a beat. All right, I'm being told we need to take a break. That oh. is Lance Briggs. I'm Mark right. Grody. Yes. This is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show. You guys all look great out there. Yes. Thanks for coming out. Really appreciate it. Yeah, love your town. Port Barrington at the Broken Ore Marina Bar and Grill. When we return, I want to play something that Sean Desai said to us, the media, today and get Lance Briggs' reaction. I can't wait. Oh, it's coming Very next. Very familiar with that guy. On Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Mark Grody and Chicago Bears legend Lance Briggs. Brought to you by Miller Lite. Hold true. That's right. Welcome back on a Friday night at the Broken Four Marina Bar and Grill. Yeah. In Port Barrington, it is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show featuring that guy Lance Briggs. I'm Mark Grody. And hey, by the way, if you, if you want to send a text message you got a question for briggs if it's good i might i might good. ask him you know only if it's good they're all good questions okay three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven if you want to text in a question to lance briggs i just saw this from the 815 um it says we are on hold just called you from an 847 number we're waiting for you to pick up we're in the rv in the parking lot oh, there's a bear's uh, rv in the parking lot yeah i saw yeah, it yeah. i saw it decked out did did they sure, did they see you favorite. when you came in? Did they see? Oh yeah, you? okay, oh, absolutely. It's a tailgate right. favorite. Tailgate so, oh, be. absolutely. I right. I think I've seen that RV at Hallis Hall. I've seen it at Soldier Field. There's a lot of bear RV 
you know, colored, you know, I've seen buses. And, oh, yeah, man. Uh, ambulances. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, there, there is no doubt about it. So, <laughs> so got, shout out to the dudes in the RV right outside of the bar yes, that, where we are right now. Yeah. A lot of dedication, a lot of time. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Great crowd out here tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance, I want to talk more about the defense. It's specifically something that Bears defensive coordinator Sean Desai was Ooh. talking about today. It was a question that was asked of him. It was okay. a sensitive question. So I did leave the question on there. So let's all sit back, listen to it, and then I want to get your reaction to it. Seems like you got a, like a lot of messages here for your, your defense. The, the worst 11 minutes that we played, the, the, their second effort was better than ours. Like, what sense do you have from your team in, in delivering those messages to the guys themselves? And me? Like, how angry are they? Like, how pride? Are, like, how is their pride? Oh, I, I wouldn't question uh, professional athletes' pride. Uh, these guys are all here for a reason, and we believe in the reasons that they're here for. You guys have covered football a long time. That stuff happens, and it's unfortunate that it happens. And it's unfortunate that we got hit uh, the way it did. But I wouldn't question anybody's pride on this team, and I wouldn't question anybody's effort overall. And then when there are issues like that, it gets addressed very directly and very honestly. And we're, we, to, to myself also, to myself also, it gets very addressed very directly and honestly to me. And that's how you got to do it, you know, because we're all professionals and we all want the same thing and we all expect the same thing. And I think everybody in our organization for sure and our players for sure know what our standard is. And I've talked to you guys about it. And when you don't uphold that standard... It hurts, and it should hurt, because it means something to you. Sounds like Sean Desai, or I should say the reporter who asked the question, kind of hit on a sensitive topic of pride. Is is that real at, at three and five? Is it pride, Lance Briggs, that carries a defensive player through the day? Well, I want to know what, what's, what's the standard, because if, if you're not – if you're not living up to the standard, then you should hear it in each player's voice when they, they get on the they get interviewed. Each player should be, you know, they should come right out and say, "Listen, we're not in our gaps. We're getting gashed. We're not stopping the run. We're not making plays. Uh, you know, Akeem Hicks is running past me on plays. You know, down the field on hustle plays. You know, that that shouldn't happen. You know, Akeem Hicks." outweighs a lot of guys by 100 pounds on that defense on that defense and he's outrunning guys 50 yards down the field to jump on and, and bring a guy down that's effort if everybody played with that effort the running back wouldn't be that far down the field so I, 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 I I'm, I'm interested to see what the standard is because once we know what this actual standard is then we should hear that echoing from each player you know and, and, and when each when players are saying well, our effort shouldn't be questioned, you know, these things happen, um, then uh, the, the standard comes into question. Uh, so that, that's, that's something um, that is interesting to me. Uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've played on, obviously I've played on a lot of Chicago Bear defenses. And, a Super Bowl defense. <laughs> Right, but that we had a standard, you know, and when we didn't live up to our standard on any given game, you know, even when we win, we're like, listen, you know, we might have won this game, but we gave up 120 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. You know, I got to get in my bed. I have to play better. I need to make more plays. You know, I missed a tackle or I wasn't in a gap and, and, and running back got 15 yards. This is, this is where you can hear the standard out of your players in their response. Do you, get the, feel, do you get the feeling that the Bears' defense is angry? Are you feeling that? I know you're not in the locker room, but just – They should be. Yeah. They should be. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be. I've – uh, you know, every time 
every time you know a, a, an offense moves the ball, you should be upset. You know, you should like, why are they moving the ball? What? Who wasn't in their gap? Like, who wasn't in their zone? Like, what's going on? You know, I, I'm, you know, and, and then you find the, you know, if if it was Peanut, Peanut, are you okay? Like, is something wrong? You know, is what's going on? Uh-huh. You know, you know, is there something? You know, and, can't have that, right? Yeah. Because in the same in the same sense, you know, if if everybody did what they're supposed to, and I get into the gap and I miss my tackle, I guarantee you, Peanut's gonna say, "Hey, Lance, what's what's going on? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, are you you gonna make that next tackle next time we we all do our job?" <laughs> You know, you got you have to you have to leave. You, you got to check your feelings at the door. You know, you got to check your feelings at the door. And you got to come out because you have a job to do, and everybody's relying on you to do your job. So that said, then now I got to ask you Uh-oh. about. And I, I didn't want to necessarily regress to this again, but okay. the eighty-three yard screen to Debo Samuel last week. What did you see on that? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> just a bunch of guys blocked. Now, now you go. Now, so here's the thing. You you go back to that interview with Sean Desai. Sean Desai says the effort is not in question. On a third and twenty, a wide receiver screen caught at the line of scrimmage goes. I don't, what is it? Seventy. His longest. His longest play in his history. Yep. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yep. Eighty-three yards. Uh-huh. Um, effort alone gets you down before 20 yards. Effort alone forces you to punt the ball, okay, let alone getting him down before he gets to the end zone. Debo Samuel, I, I mean, look, I, there's, there's, some, there's, some, there's some good-sized wide receivers in the NFL. Debo is one of them, uh-huh. okay? He's got to be at least 215, all right? He's not the kind of guy, and he's not like a DK Metcalf type, right? you know? He's not. He, he shouldn't be outrunning your whole defense. And you got to know that. You got to know that. And so here's what here's what I really want to get to too, as far as the defense is concerned. We talk about the 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 alarming run plays by opposing teams, yes. and specifically last week. Why is this happening? And it's been honestly, Lance. It's been going on. Since since 2019, it's like it's it's sort of been building into right. what we have seen over the last three games. Like it's this has been coming for the Bears defense. What are you seeing that they are not doing? You know, essential competency to me in all my years watching Bears football is stopping the run. What are you seeing that they're not? Well, I, you know, a lot of that stuff comes down to to uh, these these questions. You know, are are they are they teaching it or are they allowing it to happen? Um, and as a as a as a player as a unit as a player in that unit, what 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 standards are you having in practice? You know, what are you allowing in practice? You know, and and and, and then what kind of effort is 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 happening in practice? Because something that that you're trying to achieve in practice is not happening in the game. You know, and and a lot of times when you're running to a play and you think that your teammates going to bring him down. So you start slowing up, you know, and he breaks that tackle. And now next thing you, you have a change of speed, you know, that wasn't allowed, you know, that wasn't allowed. And, and, and we would get marked down for Uh things like that. You have to run to the play until that, until the ball, until the, uh, the whistle blows, you run to that play, you know, as, as if the play was going to, as if he was going to break that tackle. So uh, there's, I'm I'm not the coach of that team, and and I'm not playing on that team. Uh, but there has to be a, a specific sense of pride 
um, on how we practice, on how we attack these gaps and not allowing ourselves to get gashed. And when you're in an eight-man front and you're getting gashed, there's somebody that is in that that's that's malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. And it's, good it's, it's a good word, right? And it's and it's clear. It's always clear cut. I can we're watching film. We can see that guys aren't attacking their gaps the way they're supposed to, you know, or somebody slips, somebody falls, somebody is getting somebody's getting their their butts whooped, you know, by by an offensive lineman or a tight end. And if that's the case, then I, you know, I, I want to see one of the one of the other teammates coming after him. Mm-hmm. We can't have that, you know. Uh, listen, I just busted my butt. I just busted my butt. I'm I'm playing the the defensive end. I just ran 50 yards down because you didn't get in your gap. <laughs> right. You know, and that, or Houston Carson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you know, it's you know, it, it again. What's what's being allowed? You know, what is what's being allowed? What does what? You know, I'm not on the practice field with with uh, the Bears defense and and not being coached by Sean Desai. I was I was in the office with Sean Desai when he came to the Bears in 2013, um, and I know he's I know he's uh, he they, when they say say a bookworm, I, I yeah. get that. He's definitely a student of the game, um, you know. But the I think one of the things that Sean Desai uh, he learned a lot from Vic, Vic Fangio. I wish he would have been there at least a year uh, prior to be with uh, Rod Marinelli. You know, so he can learn. Just, just, just being around those different minds, you know, would uh, I think would would help him a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, we have to keep that in mind. As competent as as Sean Desai comes across, he's very good with the media, and mm-hmm. he's obviously smart. He's a rookie. He's young, right? I mean, he's young. He went from position coach to you know defensive backs to yeah, running the whole show. So when he's when he gets up there, this is interesting. You bring this up, Lance, because I I, I never know if. If coaches, or in the case of Sean Desai, if they're actually being genuine when they say it starts with me, I'm mad at some of the play calls that that I made. There's some that I want back. Do you see that with Sean Desai? Are there were there times when you're sitting there watching the game backstage at NBC Sports Chicago where you're like, ah, needed to adjust? I, you always a player will always appreciate a coach when a coach is is accountable because you're asking all of your, your, your players to be accountable on each play. You, when, when win, lose, or draw, we come in as a defense and we watch each play. You know, and I know if I screwed up on play 33, you know, on, at play 31, I'm gonna try to use the bathroom. You know, and, and the coach will say, don't worry, we'll wait for you. You know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we all know. And, uh-huh. and so um, we all get pointed out for our good and bad plays, our coaches, you know, the players will will respect the coaches when they do the same, mm. you know. And and you know it's funny because Sean Desai, man, I'm I was you know I was I was hard on him a little bit, you know. I was, oh, like, at the, in the post game when he no, I was hard on him when he came when he when he was hired by the Bears because oh. he was a linebacker assistant. Oh, okay. So he was a linebacker assistant. So I saw Sean every day, you know. I saw him every day, and, and you talk you know <laughs> people talk about him being a bookworm. You know, so you're hard on him, and this guy's like a nerd kind of way, or this yeah, guy I mean, we, is not, we, we, not we, cut out for the job. No, we would oh. trade Barb. We would trade Barb. Oh, okay. I would mess with the guy. I would okay. mess with. I mess with him. You know. I got you. Yeah, you know, I'm. You know, shoot. I'm what. I'm a. I'm a 12, 11. I'm a t- 10 year vet, and I'm new guy coming in. Sure. And, you know, they just got rid of our coaching staff. Uh, oh. You know. Yeah. And, right. So, but it was. Uh, but it was interesting getting getting to know him. Over the uh, over my last two years and his first two years with the Bears. So even if he turns into a great defensive coordinator, which there's every reason to believe that he could, 
you had to have been shocked when he was named defensive coordinator or not. I understood. I understood why. Um, but you know, with 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 how young, you know, Nagy is as a as a head coach, you would think the defensive coach would be a season season vet. You know, um, I, I I believe that Sean Desai, um, he he walks in the in, in in the same realm as kind of the Vic Fangio. I think his selling point was, listen, I want to I'm I'm more of a Vic Fangio guy, and that's what we're going to get back to. You know, we're going to get back we're going to get away from the Chuck Pagano uh, style of of defense. We're going to get back to the Vic Fangio, and and that's a big huge selling point because when Vic Fangio was there, it's great. Bears defense was was humming. That was, yeah, 2018 was elite. All right, we're going to take a quick break along with Lance Briggs, former Chicago Bears. Great. I'm Mark Grody. It is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show, Broken or Marina Bar and Grill in Port Barrington. More Bears talk is next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. The Miller Lite Top Draft Show with Mark Grody and Chicago Bears legend Lance Briggs. Brought to you by Miller Lite. Hold true. Lance Briggs and I here out in Barrington, Port, Port Barrington. Port. I, 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 could, I couldn't remember the port. The port gets me. Yeah. I know Barrington. I, I got to be honest. I have never heard of Port Barrington, but it is real. It's No, it's not real. It's Okay. It's interesting that it's, it's, it's west of the lake of, of Lake Michigan. You know, so like when you go, you go in that direction, uh-huh. you, you figure you're going away from the port. Uh, oh, okay. But, so, well, uh, congratulations to all of our listeners and the yes, people here. Learn uh, a little the, something. On the port. Yes. Um, you guys have a port, which is, yep. which is great. Yeah. Cheers and to if the you port. go further west, you'll, go, you'll find a beachfront. <laughs> <laughs> beachfront, Barrington, port. But no, this place is awesome, man. Broken or Marina Bar and Grill, the Miller Lite top draft show, Lance Briggs and Mark Grody. And we just had one of our uh, uh, viewers here was just saying that how much she loves the the Lance Briggs report cards. Oh. And I always do, too. It's good stuff. I catch it live sometimes on the NBC Sports Chicago postgame show. Yeah. But you, you put it on Instagram. You put it on Twitter. Yeah. So it's been a rough year grade-wise, hasn't it? You know, one of the, the, the responses to that question was, you know, I, I don't want to be known as the teacher that always gives failing grades. Right. You know, that, that teacher, you know, there's a big cloud over that teacher. And, and, <laughs> and that's where those incompletes come, those uh-huh. drops come, because people are like, oh, I heard about this teacher. I don't want to be in this class. Um, and I don't want to be that guy, you know. I, I, I yeah. want to give out. I want to give out great grades. I want to give out A's. Yeah. A pluses. A plus plus. So you don't take pleasure when you have to give out an F or a D plus or. It that pains thing. me. Yeah. It pains me to do that. How did? Who got the highest grade last week on your? Do you remember? Uh, on your last grade, was it coaches? Uh, offense. Offense. Yeah. I guess why not? Offense. Yeah. I think offense got a C. I think offense okay. got a C. You I know. Think that's the right. I think it's a good number. It was the highest point output in a long time yeah and that's because i, I assume because of justin fields and right i like that you kept it c though because a lot of people are like ah oh, this is it justin fields is great he had some great moments yes but he's still not there yet correct and and you know and that's the fun part about the grades you'll have you'll have a, a you'll have a number of of uh of listeners or readers or fans that'll say 
you were too you were too kind, you were too you know you were too easy, or some of you are too hard on the offense, too hard on the defense, you're too hard on this and that. Man, you know let's, we can discuss it, but uh-huh. but again, these are these are Professor Briggs's grades, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and nobody wants Briggs right. as as your coach. You know it's it's funny you say that because I did I did one post game show this year with with Molly with Mike Mulligan. I can't remember yes. which game it was. It was a, it was after a loss, uh-huh. and they wanted blood, man. They wanted us to be so pissed, and we were as angry right. as we possibly could be, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough. And I think that. You guys on that show satisfy that itch. Bears fans are so when, when they're bad. Like if it's a close loss, it's understandable. But right. for some of these bad losses, Bears fans and you now being on the other side of it, you're finding out that it's it's like therapy for Bears fans, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to hope so. You know, there's I mean, there there are games, there are weeks where uh, I mean, even you know the, the Tampa Bay game, it, it's it's you there's there's not a lot of words. There aren't a lot of words like, you know, it was just at, at, at every corner of this game, we were, we were outplayed, outcoached, out, you know, out hustled, out everything, you know. And so it's, it's tough even watching the game because it's like uh, it's hard to find it's hard to find something positive, you know, in a game like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. So you're you're. I mean, I I have not had an issue with any of Professor Briggs's grades so you, far this year. You want to somehow you want to somehow find something positive or something that 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 we and everybody in Chicago can look forward to. And say, all right, let's look, let's turn to this. You know, a lot of times, and what we have we have really found is that we're able to run the ball. <clears throat> we're able to run the ball really well, um, and 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 that is if we can continue to do that. Um, and stop the run on defense, we, we might have a chance. Bill, speaking of that, Bill Lazor said, not, not this week, but the previous week, that like, I think the question was something to the effect of the, you guys are running the ball, that should lead to better passing with play action. And he said, one has nothing to do with the other. We're just not passing well right now. So by the way you're looking right now, I mean, yeah, I was like, I'd never heard that in my life. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, that's his philosophy, I guess. I think from a defensive standpoint, if you run the ball well, and I'm a defender, if you run the ball well against me, I'm going to press step harder towards your run, and which means uh, if it's a play action, uh, if it's a play action, then I'm going to have to plant harder or I'm going to have to see. There are times where I, I ran so far into the line of scrimmage that it was, I, couldn't, I couldn't plant and go back. I just had to keep going. You know, and that's one of our rules. <clears throat> if you get too far in there, you just got to keep going. And, and that is only you only that only happens if you're able to run the ball well. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen if, you know, if, if you're not running the ball, I'm not, that's not a threat. So I'm, you might get a baby step for a run because I know, you know, we're eating up front and we're going to fill those gaps um, from the second level. So, I, you know, like I said, if that's his philosophy, that's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, from a defensive standpoint, if you run the ball well, you're going to you're going to draw up attention, and and that's going to create a lane for somebody in the play action game. It does affect the it, it, and it just I I never heard that before. And I don't know maybe maybe Laser's point was you know don't give us any excuses that the passing game needs to be better. Period. But I, that was to me a little bit curious. What about the tight ends? Because obviously we've talked about Jesse James and that little rapport that Justin Fields and he have going on right now. Um, Jimmy Graham's back this week. Cole Komet's got to catch more ball. He's got to catch the balls when they're thrown to him. Yeah. What the, yeah, like Cole Komet, like he, he's been like, there are flashes of what the Bears thought they were getting, but 
there's been drops as well, and he cannot afford to drop right. footballs. I mean, shoot, that, you know, they, they weren't using him a whole lot before last week. You know, you, you, you ask, hey, where's Cole Komet? Why aren't they using him more in the offense? But, you know, you get in the last week, you get these play actions and these boots and stuff, you're going to start seeing a lot more tight ends. But in those situations, if they throw it to you, bud, we need you to hold on to uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. We need you to hold on to it. We, yeah. we, are not, we are not a top five offense. Uh-huh. That means that every ball, every point, every, every opportunity counts. Yeah, they stand out. And I, I ask about that because when, when Matt Nagy came in in 2018, mm-hmm. obviously he had a completely different idea of what the offense would be by, by this time. But one of the things, the most important guy I felt like that they had brought in that year was Trey Burton. Like right. because they raved about him, and we all learned about what the U tight end does, where he can line up and play all these different positions. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of like the running back, where it just it up until now, yeah. at least running wise, the tight end in this system hasn't worked, and it's a tight end friendly system. It's supposed, you're supposed to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah. What? Why is it? Is it been the players, or has the scheme not been tight enough for tight ends it, when it should be? I think it's a combination of all of it. You know, you you. You're looking for a Travis Kelsey, and you're, you're, you know, you're getting a Trey Burton, you know, and and that's, it's it's it, you you're looking for a, a Tyreek Hill, you know, you're not getting you're not right. getting him. You're Tariq looking for Harden. You're him, looking right. for these different players, and you're not getting them, and and it's not working um, for your scheme. So you 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 we don't have the personnel that the Kansas City Chiefs have. We have the personnel that the Chicago Bears have, and that's something that you should know. In, in the summertime, these are the guys that I have to work with. So I need to tailor this offense to this group, not make this group tailor their offense to the Kansas City uh, Chiefs personnel. Right. So and I think the, the, the sooner that you do that, you know, the sooner that you're going to find a lot more success. Yeah, and it seems like that is finally in Matt Nagy's head. And I think, again, it went back to Bill Lazor calling plays last year for a while. And mm-hmm. now, do you think, like, if Matt Nagy is, is back, do you think he eventually takes back the, the play calls? Or do you think that he's finally decided that this is that's just not his thing? We're getting boos in our crowd. I know. Here, so. We are getting boos. You all have answered know. the question. The, I, you know what? You know what? I look, I look at... Uh, um, Nagy and the play calling is like, uh, um, what's his name from um, Lord of the Rings? Oh, uh, the, the, the wizard fella? And the Precious. Oh, yeah. It's like the oh, Precious. It's like he, he's, yeah. he's just, a, he's, he's drawn to it. What's the name? Dollum. Dollum? Dollum? Dollum. 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 Dollum? Oh, Gollum. That's the, Gollum? That's the wizard, right? Gollum? Oh, no, yeah. I, 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 I'm just definitely, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Lord of the Rings. <laughs> But it's that ring, and, it, and he's drawn to it. Okay, but when he's yeah. drawn to it, when he gets it, it brings on bad things and evil things happen. Oh, you know, it's yeah. too it's too powerful. Oh, and so do you so think he's finally realized that? I think I I just think that you know, it's 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 the precious, and he's and he he's he's too. <laughs> sometimes it's too much for you. I think you need to stay away from the precious. He is overwhelmed by the precious. <laughs> I like it. I I like that. Oh. Pressure. Oh, that's the wrong precious. Wait, there's yeah, the silence. There's the silence of the lambs precious, <laughs> and there's the Lord of the Rings precious. Which precious do you like better? <laughs> it's a terrific question. Yeah, but I, I only ask the question because Matt, Matt, like, he hates that he's had to do what he what he 
yeah. has done. And I think he thought, all right, last year, I'm going to give up the play calling, concede him for six, because everybody is asking me, I'm going to do it. And then I think he thought that I'm a smooth sailing the rest of the way. I'm going to keep calling plays. Yeah, and you, even when, even in the, the previous weeks where he wasn't supposed to be said he wasn't calling plays, you still see him calling plays in like the red zone or in short yardage or certain situations. And it's, you know, and, and then when you think that Bill Lazor is calling the plays at the, in the interview, he's like, well, all those plays go through me, you know, uh, and yeah. it's not really yeah. him. It's really me. Right. You know? So it's weird. It's all of us. Mm-hmm. That's Interesting setup. Right. Right. Exactly. Setup. But, but before we go to break, what'd you think of, Chris Tabor being the head coach for a day. Did, I mean, like, there's been a lot of questions asked about what. Oh, oh, oh we, oh, hey, oh, we like Chris. We have Chris Tabor. I, I, I play with Tabes. I play Suddenly. with Tabes. Listen, I, you know what? I like Tabes' uh, straightforward approach to in his interview. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't any um, um, sugarcoating. Right. It, it, this is this is what we, we put on the field. This is what we displayed. You know, we don't. I don't need to go and and look at the film. I don't need to review the film and come and tell you what I saw after that. This is what we saw. Like, I was on the sideline. Um, I know you guys were watching in, in, in HD, and you saw every play, just like I was on the sideline. I saw every play. And this is what I saw. You know, and, uh-huh. and, and, and I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I can appreciate that. So, yeah, I, I, that, uh, coaching, I think coaching, I gave coaching maybe a C. Okay. I think All I gave right. coaching a C just for that fact. Yeah. Okay, good. But accountability. That would have broken Tabor, because that's like the biggest day of yes. his life, man. You know, yeah. getting to be a head coach all, all of People texting him and calling yeah. him. Lance Briggs yeah. gives him a seat. Yeah. I got a seat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is Lance Briggs. I'm Mark Grody. This is the Miller Lite Top Draft Show. Broken Or Marina Bar and Grill in Port Barrington. Glad mm-hmm. you guys are all out here tonight. Mm. Thank you for listening. We got another full half an hour with Lance Briggs next on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.